Welcome to the How'd You Meet podcast, your daily dose of feel-good stories of people finding love in all places. Here's your host, Chris Molina. Welcome to another episode of the How'd You Meet podcast. My name is Chris Molina, and I am your host for today's episode. Today's guest is Bren Drisher. Her partner's name is Leslie. They are not married. They've been in a relationship for about six years. They've been living together for about four and a half years. They have no kids, no kids and no pets, which I told her behind the scenes. I'm very jealous of her freedom. Um, their geographical location is Los Angeles, California. And a fun fact about their relationship is that um, both of them are from Chicago, but they knew, never knew or met each other while they grew up in that city. Uh, so, Bryn, thank you for joining us today. Hello. Thank you for having me, Chris. I'm yeah, so happy to be here. Absolutely. And I'm excited to, to jump in. So let's do that. Let's start with the question that we always ask first. How did you guys meet? Well, it's a long story, but a fun story, or at least uh, as Leslie would say, I make it a long story. <laughs> she would just tell you we met at church. That would be her version. And then, and I always try to get her to tell the story, but she's always like, uh, you like telling it. Why don't you tell it? Because I have the, you know, I'm the, let's flesh it all out. Let's, you know, put all the colors and, you know, um, so. Loveyco.com. Are you a lady listener that wants to treat yourself here on the How'd You Meet podcast? Or are you interested in getting a gift for a special lady friend? Either way, check out loveyco.com for all the latest fashion and tips. That's loveyco, L-O-V-E-Y-C-O.com. And make sure to use that code BCMG to get 10% off of your order. That's BCMG, B is in boyfriend, C is in cute, M is in married, and G is in girlfriend. And all this information can be found in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Um, for several years, I worked um, in my youth group uh, with my, um, <clears throat> at church, and I volunteered with the preteens. So they are between the ages of nine and 13. Okay. And um, so uh, we have an annual conference every year. It's called Revelations, or we used to prior to the pandemic, prior to our church moving locations and stuff. We used to have this annual conference. It's always been in Los Angeles, which is where we live or where I lived at the time. So, um, and uh, so anyway, I'm at the conference uh, and I had actually just come down from New York because I work, uh, I was traveling for work. So it was really easy to get there. So it worked out. I could go to the conference in DC because normally I wouldn't travel with sure. the youth group or anything like that, but they made it possible. So all the stars aligned and I was able to go. So I'm now the adult conference is upstairs. So I don't get all the fun stuff upstairs with all the great speakers. I'm down <laughs> with the kids. Basically. I mean, it's not, glorified babysitting but yeah. it kind of feels like it sometimes when the parents don't get, come pick up their kids because they get into great conversations yeah. you were the nanny yes exactly kind of but yes so but we're still teaching them spiritual principles doing yeah. fun activities but still yes so uh in the long uh sort of to make it as truncated as i can um, at one point I was downstairs with the preteens and a young a, a lady came in an older lady Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I guess she was the reverend of a church in the DC, Maryland, Virginia. You probably know it's called the DMV or whatever, yes. but yep. yes. Okay. 
because you're in the military. So you guys just have to know that, I think. Yeah, but, no, we know everything, obviously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clearly. Well, you're probably listening to my phone call right now. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, she comes in and <clears throat> she says that she has this uh, young lady that she's, they're trying to get a youth group basically started. And I think at this time, I'm thinking everybody has a youth group at their church and it's fully fleshed out and, you know, but it, it turns out we were pretty advanced to okay. have like the different striations and like as organized as we are. And you know how you, when you're in something, you feel disorganized anyway. Sure. So she's like, Hey, we want to start a youth group. And we have a young lady that we think might be interested in helping us with it. I'd like her to meet you. Mm -hmm. And this is while I was sort of facilitating something. So she saw me facilitate for a few minutes and um, uh, just going to pause one second because sure. Leslie's going to walk behind me. Okay. Hi, Leslie. <laughs> oh, she can't hear <laughs> okay, you, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, she's trying to get out of the way. So she's not on camera. All right. <laughs> Keep going, babe. There you go. All right. You're good. All right. So <laughs> Okay. I like her very stealth walk. Yeah, I know. She was like, I don't want to be in the shot. But why'd you, she's going to be like, why'd you turn your camera that way? Well, there's really nowhere for her to walk and not. Okay. All right. She's gone. Okay, cool. So uh, the lady says, Hey, I want you to, I want you to speak to the young lady. And I was like, uh, I'm not the youth minister. Like you need to talk to at the, his name is Reverend Leon or Reverend Arlene who runs the teen ministry. Mm -hmm. And she's like, ah, yeah, but I would still like her to talk to you. I was like, okay, whatever. So this mysterious girl is going to come visit at some point in time. So I think this was the morning session. I believe uh, the girl, AKA Leslie, um, comes perhaps in the evening session. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Oh man, I just realized by telling this story on this podcast, I'm going to make myself look really bad if I tell the full <laughs> truth. But anyway. Well, that, I mean, that's why we do this to make sure that you look as horrible as possible. <laughs> I just like, wait, if I tell you the truth, the way I normally tell it, I don't normally tell it on a podcast. So this will be interesting. So anyway, um, she comes, um, you know, and I think we, I don't know. I don't remember. I do not remember the introduction or like me going up and talking to her. I do remember me thinking she was cute. Mm -hmm. um, and that was probably about it. And so I'm sure like, and, and she says when she walked in, I was doing some terrible accent, which is on brand for me. Cause I was basically, you know, like performing, yeah. <laughs> teaching the kids, you know, whatever. So probably doing something fun. And I think when she came in, we were doing like a, like we were in transition. So we weren't actually facilitating anything. So we were just doing something fun at the time or gotcha. waiting for the parents to pick them up. So I was just entertaining or something. I don't yeah. know. So she said I was doing a terrible accent. She can't identify what accent it was. I think she says it was Caribbean, which I was surprised because yeah. I don't try to do Caribbean at all because I don't have it and I'm not sure. going to do it now. So don't ask me. Oh, no, no. I, I already see it in my mind so that you don't yeah, have to exactly. do it. It's, it's, it's offensive and terrible if I try. So, I mean, I can do British, but I don't do that. So anyway, <laughs> that's what she says. I don't remember. So Anyway, uh, so she ends up staying with us all weekend, like kind of coming to each session. So she lives locally in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area at this time. So she's just coming back and forth to the conference. We're staying in the hotel. Mm -hmm. I think we're in Fairfax, Virginia or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and of course I'm like, okay, you know, 
Now, here's the backstory that's going to make me look bad. <laughs> Previously to this, I was in New York. Okay. Right before this, I met a young lady at my auto show that I used to work. Okay. And I started to talk to her. Sure. You know, so we were having some sort of quasi thing. Mm-hmm. And so now we're not in a committed thing, this me and this other girl. So sure. we don't, uh, you know, so like I tell her about Leslie. I'm like, oh my God, I met this girl. Like, she's like, whatever. And so she knows everything. Like, it's not like I'm trying to keep it from her. Yeah. But, you know, technically we're having a thing. She's also got a thing too. So it's like, she's got a real thing on the side. So I'm also a terrible person because I'm dating somebody who's in a relationship. Yeah. You know. So I'll just take the heat now, people yeah. watching um, this. Listening. I mean, no, this is good because it's normally a, a, a love triangle. This was a love square. This was a love square, right? <laughs> The only thing is, uh, you know, full disclosure also to make me look bad, but also like the other person didn't know. So that, yeah. So like, and Leslie didn't know, obviously, because at this point, there's nothing to tell Leslie. Yeah. You don't walk around with a sign. No, exactly. So, but anyway, she comes to the auto, she comes to, sorry, to the church and whatever. And so I'm still facilitating doing my part, uh, part of the thing, you know, different times of the day, but I'm making jokes. Mm -hmm. A big turn on for me is banter. Like if I'm very sarcastic, I always say that I speak two languages, English being the first, I'm sorry, sarcasm being the first and English being the second. Uh So, and that's also the language of Chicago. Sure. Um, Like, I don't know if you know many people from Chicago or the Midwest, but we, we do sarcasm the way that it, in my opinion, should be done (laughs) where I live now. And I love you Californians. Obviously I moved there for the weather, but they don't do sarcasm very well because they always say just kidding after. And that's Mm -hmm. like, you know, you're just supposed to say it. You're not supposed to like apologize. You're just burying the sarcasm if you do that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You don't get it. But anyway. So Leslie was really good at the banter when we would like, cause there was like a talent show. And I remember like we were one of the judges. So there was a lot of jokes and I'm, of course I'm having conversation with her because I think she's, I like her. I I'm interested in knowing more about her, Sure. but I'm not telling her anything, you know, like we're not having those kind of discussions. It's just like, Oh, she's cute. She's funny. I like talking to her now. The other thing you need to know is there's a guy at the conference. I can't say his name to protect his identity, but lovely guy. Um, He's volunteers in the youth ministry with me. And I believe he likes Leslie too, based on behavior. Leslie is one of those girls that doesn't know when people like her. So she will, if she were here, she would refute and she still does to this day that he (laughs) liked her. But I was like, well, Anytime I tried to get close to her, he was there. He was always around. He was like, so, you know, like I wanted to have a conversation with her separate, you know, like, because we had a lot of sessions where, you know, we would just be on a lunch break because the kids were with their parents during the meal breaks. And then Mm -hmm. they would be back when the sessions were going. So, you know, we would just, we were hanging out with each other. So it would just be me, Leslie and this guy. Yeah. So we were hanging out the whole time and, um, And now Leslie will tell you that I would just disappear. And I was on the phone all the time because I was talking to the other girl. Mm. So now she didn't know that at the time, but I would just be, so she's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. We were all hanging out with each other. And then you were the one that was always like (laughs) not available or jetting off for private conversations and this, that, and the other. 
So I'm just making sure her version is 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 represented. Here. No, this is great. We don't even have to interview her. Yeah, you don't. You don't because <laughs> you wouldn't even get all this if you asked her. But yes. So if she's here, you get her little pipe ins. That's sure. all. So anyway, uh, so that was happening, and then there was this night where um, we watched the fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that this particular time, it was one of the Mayweather fights. I have yeah. no idea who he, who was fighting. It doesn't yeah. matter because this is obviously six years ago. You can maybe see who he. It might have been in Pacquiao, but I don't. Sure, that might be. I don't know. I would only mm-hmm. want to like go there. So I am a very technically adept, astute uh, person, and I know how to hook my computer up to get the fight on my computer, and then hook it up to the TV in the hotel so sure. we can watch it. Yeah, and so. We all, as the youth people running the youth ministry gather, and there's probably about eight of us in a room, in my reverend's room, because he had the best room, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, watching this fight. So I'm like, oh, great. And I see Leslie sitting somewhere where I could sit next to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yes, okay, this is the time. We're like, we'll be able to sit next to each other, maybe have some conversation. Sure. Even though there's eight people, you know how there's little conversations going yep. on throughout the room. So, but I'm setting up the TV at the time and guess who sits next to her? The guy. The guy. So (laughs) I do not sit next to her (laughs) on the fight night. (laughs) So then um, this is like, cause the conference is only three days. So all of this is taking for like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So this is Saturday night. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I, again, I had told the other girl about her so that Mm -hmm. that'll come up in just a second. But anyway, so as I, uh, Leslie's about to leave. She goes, Hey, everybody. I'd like, you know, she's like, Oh, I'm about to go home. Um, I would like to get everybody's information. Mm-hmm. Like I would like, you know, so we can stay in touch. Sure. So we all, you know, d- the different people, you know, everybody gives her their contact information that she wants to keep in touch with. I don't know if she got everybody's, but anyway, yeah. um, I know she got a few. So, um, the other thing was, I was like, okay, <laughs> She's like, I can walk her to her car. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll just be the one that walks her to her car because, you know, I'm staying at the hotel. So, sure. you know, it's not like it's dangerous, you know, mm-hmm. like I can walk her because, you know, like who's going to protect me? You yeah. Know? <laughs> but anyway, so I, I go, I'm going to walk her to her car. But this not the guy. He doesn't volunteer to walk her to a car. Another guy. She's, just, she's a magnet. I'm telling you. So I'm like, he's like, I'm going to walk you to your car. I was like, yeah, me too. I'll walk you to your car. Two people walking her to her car. <laughs> like she's a, she's a very, she's a yeah. VIP. She's VIP. Apparently she needed two escorts. At that point I felt very like, why am I coming? Right. But anyway, so we did the thing. We walked her to her car. Um, probably gave her a hug. I don't really remember. Yeah. And she leaves. So I later I'm on the phone with the girl and I'm telling her about it. And she's like, Oh, she asked for your, the number so she could get your number. Like she did all of that in front of the room to get your contact information, (laughs) but to be like inconspicuously, like trying to connect with you. I was like, I don't think so. Like, it wasn't like there was nothing, you know, like, I'm like, I don't think that was it. Right. So Long, um, so the next day, I, 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 I don't know, I think, you know, obviously I've decided like, okay, I'm like, tomorrow's the last day. So I yeah. dress up like I 
get on these boots that I have and because it's, it's the Sunday service. So we sure. dress up, you know, it's yep. the last day anyway, because they actually have church on Sunday. So I'm like dressed up, not dressed up like because um, the church I go to is called Agape in L.A. And our reverend is my Reverend Michael Beckwith. He's not the youth minister, but he's the big guy. He's upstairs, mm -hmm. but um, he's famous. He was in the secret. But uh, uh, we don't we it's a come as you are church. So it's Got not it. the one with all the dresses and the hats mm -hmm. and all that. It's Suits I mean, there are people that wear that. But like, I'm just in jeans, these like almost I wouldn't say thigh high boots, but like knee high boots. Got it. I'm, you know, it's very form, you know, my my fitted jeans. I've got this nice sweater that's like off the shoulder. I've got a sure. beanie that I've got like slightly back with my hair down at when I used to do auto show, my hair had to be straight. Got it. So my hair was perfect, like, you know, like bone straight, yeah. all that stuff. So anyway, so I'm looking good, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, oh, okay, Leslie's going to come today. She's going to, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm dressing for her. Uh -huh. I'm just, I know I am. Like, yep. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm sure. So, because I don't always wear that stuff. Like when I was, when auto show, I had to wear, I'm not a dresses girl. I'm Got not it. a heels girl. But when I did auto show, it was like my chance to like, first of all, I had the perfect body because you have to be a certain weight to do it. Not, they it. don't ask your weight, but you know, my, we're models essentially. It's unspoken. A, it is, it is. Because they ask how many scars you have on your body and this and that. So like, they, they, like now our dresses are classic. Some people think when I say auto show, they think of those like, those kind of like muscle car shows where the yeah, girls like are barely wearing anything. Yeah. Yes, no, we are product specialists and mm -hmm. I worked for the brand Kia. And so we have very classic dresses, but high heels I'm talking about, like probably close to six inches. Cause that's <laughs> what my, the lady, and I'm in, standing on it for eight hours. So I, I would wear makeup. I would do things that I normally just don't do. I don't have makeup on now. I don't sure. wear makeup in my everyday life, but mm -hmm. I, I was looking good on a regular. So, you know, anyway, so that day I looked really good. I didn't wear any of my auto show stuff, but I was, I was fit. Got it. So I'm all excited about the last day and she doesn't come. <laughs> she doesn't come. Uh, like I'm waiting and she's not, you know, because yeah. we start at the same time as the upstairs service starts. So she doesn't come. So I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm super bummed like all day. And like, the, you know, the, this is all the way through um, pretty much until the parents pick. I think yeah. all the way through even the parents picking up their kids. I bet you looked at that door come. like 25 times. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, so I, uh, she doesn't even get to see all this, that, this awesomeness because clearly I was hiding it before I needed to show yeah. her like, yeah. I'm, you know, this, yeah. So she actually comes like after the whole, like, uh, upstairs is, you know, like getting out, people are getting into conversations, all that stuff. She went to the upstairs service because, oh. you know, I mean, that's the point of going to the conference, being there for the reverence message and all the good stuff. And so, <laughs> yeah, being down with us would have been great, but, but it's not the same as being upstairs. Sure. So I understand, but I didn't know, you know, so I just like, wow, she just didn't even come because, you know, like when she asked for all our numbers, she knew she wasn't coming. But yeah. I didn't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So she knew she wasn't coming the next day, but she didn't tell us. Yeah. Or maybe she told someone, maybe she told the guy, you know, because they were sitting next <laughs> to each other, but I didn't know. Sure. So she does, I do run into her at some point in the, everybody saying goodbye. Cause you know, there's people coming in from all over the country to come to this conference mm -hmm. and mostly DC, Maryland, Virginia people. Cause the whole point is because the church is so big and it's on the East coast, a lot of people live stream into our church. So this is a chance to finally meet 
Reverend Mike Bowl and a lot of the people they see on their computer TV every week. So anyway, she's, um, I run into her and, uh, you know, I, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. And I think I asked her, uh, no, I don't know if I said like, let's hang out tonight. I don't remember this. I know I may have called or text her. Mm-hmm. um later but anyway so she did get a chance to see me in my beautiful outfit there you and go. later she has said she did say she was like you were looking very good and I was <laughs> like, oh, thank you thank you but this is like years you know later like I don't get to hear that that day but anyway so uh so we said goodbye and I was like oh well I'm here until tomorrow literally mm-hmm. Uh, it's my last night in town like maybe we can hang out or something I don't know if I said that or I thought it or whatever so I did call or text her because um, I was like, oh, I don't want to let this opportunity go by. Mm-hmm. And obviously the guy's not going to be there if I arrange <laughs> something with her. Yeah. And so I text her or whatever. Leslie is a very like organized, devoted individual to her tasks, her work and whatever. So obviously yeah. all weekend she's been at this conference. She's got work to do for work. So she's like, yeah, I can't hang out tonight. I have work <laughs> to do. So that was the end of that. And I um, <laughs> basically, I, you know, flew back and that was it. Yeah. So um, obviously now one thing you don't know is the girl that I met at the auto show, because we're on different teams. I'm on Got Kia. It. She's on a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, Appy lives in California. So mm. and lives where I live. Got it. So, uh, you know, so we're continuing our whatever it is there. Um, and, uh, you know, she knows all about, you know, Leslie, but I don't know that I like, I don't know if I kept talking about her because I think I realized that I like Leslie more, like talking to her, more interested in her, but she lives 3000 miles away or whatever the distance is. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. But anyway, so one day when I get back, I don't know how long after I'm back in California, I just call Leslie out of the blue. Got it. Maybe, or maybe we're texting and we have banter and it was fun. Like I definitely love somebody who can like go back and forth with me. Mm-hmm. And so one day I call her and we have this great conversation. I think we talked for a long time Sure. and Leslie was washing her car. I remember she was going out. She had a I didn't know this obviously, but at the time she had a garage and she was in, you know, she was just cleaning her car. And so she was talking to me while she was doing that. We're just having this amazing conversation. I'm like loving it. Uh, (laughs) And um, in the end, uh, I, I just remember us going back, having a good time, lots of jokes, but I had made arrangements for the girl to come over to my house. And so what ended our conversation, which of course, Leslie doesn't know at that time. I mean, since she does, but um, is that I have to get off the phone because the girl pulls up and I need to be like, I got to go. So I oh, got to <laughs> run. I got a friend coming over. I can't, you know, whatever. So that was the end of our first conversation. And then uh, after a while, like um, it comes down to a point uh, to kind of keep this as like, essentially that I decide that I can't do this whole talking to two people at once thing. And since I'm not certain about whether she actually likes girls yeah. or she even likes me, yeah. I'm like, I decide that, and this is where I look even better. 
it's not bad enough that I'm already dating two people or not dating two people, sorry, talking. talking to two people, but like really more talking to the girl, not talking to Leslie, just having conversations with Leslie yeah. and the other girls in a relationship and her partner doesn't know about it. So, you know, these are all wonderful things that make me look really good. <laughs> But, and, and, and by the way, this is not normal for me to like yeah. be dating somebody who's got a, in a relationship, but you sure. know, you, you know, that's what happened. So, yeah. and I mean, maybe that's what needed to happen. I mean, when you hear sure. the long story, but essentially what happens is I'm, I'm going through some, I, I decided to do some counseling, um, for myself and, uh, with, with a practitioner, but, um, I decide that I, not, I need to kind of like not be doing too much at once. Got it. So I don't tell Leslie this, but I, you know, I'm like, I don't know if she likes girls. I told other friends about her and how, you know, whatever, but I was like, but she's so far away and you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I just ghost her. And, huh. and how I ghost her is not really like, I didn't respond, but she would send me messages and I would only give one word responses. Oh. So like normally we're having this back and forth banter, we're having so much fun. And then she'd just be like, how you doing? I'd be like, fine. And so <laughs> she got the energy uh-huh. and she ends up, you know, uh, not like not texting me too much after that, yeah. which I'm, you know, I'm sad, but I'm like, hey, you know what? It is what it is, yeah. you know, whatever. So the thing with the other girl runs its course, ends horribly, but that's not, we're not here to talk about that, but um, ends the way it should have just done Mm -hmm. at some point. And then auto show is a season. So uh, we go to different cities, Mm -hmm. right? And I have worked, I don't know if I had worked the DC show before, or it was my first time working the DC show, but Leslie lives in the, the DMV area. Sure. So um, so this is like, you know, like this, the, 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 the ghosting happens somewhere around the conference happens somewhere around May. So probably early June Got it. and cause it's like, you know, mid May, maybe end of May. I don't know. It doesn't go terribly long that I'm talking to Leslie before I stop like this. I can't do this. Sure. And then the thing with the girl runs its course somewhere around the end of the year. And so then, um, I get my schedule cause we start auto show sometime around, uh, our first show is somewhere around September, October. Got it. And then DC is somewhere in the new year, January. Got it. So I contact Leslie once I get my schedule. Well, I think closer to the time. I wasn't like, hey, by the way, I'm coming to DC in three months. Yeah. But I get I called her sometime around, you know, I'm going to be in DC in a couple of weeks for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, or I text her or whatever. I'm like, hey, would love to meet up, you know, and I'm thinking we can be friends. Like, sure. I am not trying to pursue her romantically. Mm-hmm. I real, I think I've messed that up. Yeah, I still am not convinced she likes girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also um, a little background. Like, um, I don't assume that people just like me either, but I also just kind of like, uh, I'm always like thinking like, I've always had this fear <laughs> that I will, well, that's, I, I should tell you that some other time, but anyway, I'll tell you that in a second. It's actually sure. relevant to another part of the story. By the way, I'm just thinking, uh-huh. am I supposed to be telling you this whole story or am I supposed <laughs> to just say we met at church? I just realized that. And I was like, you're probably like, wow, I had a lot more questions and you're ruining this whole interview. So I think the mark of a good interviewer is getting out of the way of the person that is being interviewed. And so like, okay, I am here 
for you to tell the parts that you feel is important. And when we get to that natural end, I'll ask the extra questions. So yeah, we're okay. All right. We're totally okay. fine. Okay. We're totally fine. All right. Okay. Just making sure I just realized I just had this thought, like, I know I talk a lot and now I feel like I've really commandeered this whole interview and you're probably like, wow, I didn't really need the, this whole fleshed out version. So yeah, well, anyway, this is what you're getting. Add it away, add it away. Okay. So <laughs> to make a, a short story as long as possible, I, um, <laughs> so, like that. yeah, cause why would I say long story short, yeah. it's not really short. Maybe we could just go back to the beginning and be, and say like, well, there's two stories. Number Number one, we met at church. Number two, strap in for the next half hour because. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, come on. This is way better. The version that I tell is way better than the one she tells because people are like, oh my God, did you guys end up? And then when I say I ghosted her, they're always like, what, what? Like, how are you guys still together? How are you together? I'm like, yeah, exactly. So thank you universe. But anyway, so she actually does respond um, and says, yeah, we can meet up or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I said, yeah, I'll probably just hit you up when I get in town. So I used to live in DC as um, I didn't tell you, but I used to live there for like five years. So I'm like, when you come to a city, you're like, oh my gosh, like, um, you know, you're traveling and maybe you went through this, but you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit this place. I'm yeah. going to call this person. We're going to meet up. Yep. The thing about the DMV is, is that people don't drive across the bridge, mm. like, that's pretty just the story unless they're coming to DC already. So uh, my friends, I lived in Maryland. So most of my friends are in Maryland and they're not coming all the way to DC. I don't think this at the time, even though I lived here and I didn't go into the city all the time, but you know, I would drive to the city sometimes, but it's sure. not like you're going every day. Mm -hmm. So, cause I was living all the way out in Waldorf, which is, you know, about 30, 20, 20 minutes, 30 minutes from DC. So, you know, people aren't making that drive all the time. Plus they got families, kids, husbands, you know, whatever. And then uh, I didn't know anybody in Virginia. Not, so there was nobody coming from Virginia anyway, um, except for Leslie. Uh, so when I get to town, I text everybody. I even text Leslie like, hey, what time, what day do you want to meet up? Sure. No response. Okay. Like no response. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I like call her. She doesn't answer. So I'm like, okay. And I text all my other friends, no response from them either. I'm like, wow, this is really great. I'm like sitting in a hotel in DC and all these people I know and nobody wants to see me. <laughs> not, not even so, one. <laughs> not even one. Not even, couldn't even find a replacement fun friend to like meet up with. Everybody was literally like, yeah, I'm busy. I'm, 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 I don't know, like nothing. I'm getting no response. So I'm like, yeah. okay. All right. Well, I guess. So, you know, and I go to work every day. We work shifts, you know, so then you come back and you're just in this hotel room and like DC is great, but it's not like you just want to go see DC. And I mean, I live there, so I'm not like, oh, let me go to the White yep. House. Some cities you do. Like when I did Boston, I like did the whole tour. I love Boston. Yeah. I got to experience it because I worked the Boston auto show mm -hmm. and I'd never been to Boston before, but DC, I didn't need to do that. I had sure. been there. So I wasn't like, oh, I want to go see the White House. You mm -hmm. know? Who cares? So anyway, uh, a couple, I don't know if the, like two days went by or whatever, because it's a 10 day show. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. So I think maybe I sent her or called her or something. Maybe I only sent a text and she never replied. And then I called like this two days later mm -hmm. and funny story. She's like, 
well, I invited you out with some friends and you didn't respond. And I'm huh. like, what? I'm like, I text you. And she's like, I didn't get it. So it was like the universe like made sure we did not meet up that night for whatever <laughs> reason. And who knows, maybe if we had, I wouldn't be talking to you now. Sure. So, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So we have this amazing conversation, like, you know, like one of those stay on the phones, you know, whatever yep. for a long time kind of conversations. I think I probably talked until she had to go to bed because she had to go to work the next day, you know, something like that. I don't know. I don't really remember everything, but anyway, so then we make plans for her to come. So I think I maybe, so I get in town. I think the show starts on like a, maybe a Saturday. And yep. so this is like Tuesday, she comes to see me. So I guess, you know, I might've texted her Cause I mean, I went to my dad's first um, cause my dad lives in DC. So I come in like a day before they fly us in whenever we want to come. So if we want to come a day early, whatever, they'll fly us out as long as we're there for the duration of the show yeah. and the flight doesn't cost more, they will cover the expenses. So I was able to come in early, spend time with my dad who lives in DC. And then he drives me down to DC, whatever. Got it. So anyway, Tuesday comes and she comes and I'm like, you know, like it's cold, it's freezing in DC. And by the way, it, yeah, oh, this year, no, this is a different year. So that's a different year, what I was thinking about. But anyway, it was really cold. Sure. So um, she, <laughs> she comes down, but I'm like, okay, well, we'll just go get takeout and then we'll come back and uh, we'll just eat in my room and watch like a movie or something like that. So uh, we go, um, we're sitting, uh, she comes, so she comes, um, um, and she says, I'll just tell you what she told me. Sure. She said, I looked really fit, like in yeah. shape. And she didn't say that about before, but she said, I looked really fit. Like I looked good that day. Like that's not what she said out loud, but that's what sure. she thought. Got it. Um, and we give a hug and then um, I take her upstairs and we're like, okay, what do you want to eat? We're trying to plan everything, you know? Um, and I'm looking up restaurants and I'm sitting at the desk at the hotel. You know how hotels have desks yeah, yeah. chairs and she's sitting on the bed, the bed closest to the desk, because you know, we're trying to look at maybe a computer menu, I don't remember. And um, there's a significant event here, but essentially, uh, you know, I'm like, we're gonna be friends, this is great, we're having a good time, whatever. She's only been there for like 15 minutes, maybe. But, mm -hmm. and um, her, her foot, like, you know how like somebody's foot like will push forward and like, you know, she's just like maybe adjusting herself on the sure. bed, but it pushed forward and it touches my foot. Sure. And a wave goes through me. <laughs> like a, whoa. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and she could, she says she saw it. Yeah. Like she saw me respond. Yeah. Now I didn't acknowledge it, but I'm saying, you know, viscerally I felt it. Sure. And she saw it. And then I was like, okay, we can't be friends. <laughs> that's that's when i made the decision i didn't say it Got i didn't it. say anything but that's so, like, okay so that's, i still like her i guess that's really when you guys met that's when your energies met that's when our energies met right exactly <laughs> but you need to know the backstory so yeah. that you can see because otherwise it seems like this really fast thing happens you know like yes but yeah so we met in, uh, so she comes, yeah, she comes to the hotel, like that happens. We order Thai food. They mess up her order. After years of being with her, um, I cannot tell you how much I hate when that happens because she is very particular about her food. Mm -hmm. 
And so like they mess up her order and it's like, and my order is always perfect, almost <laughs> always. So I'm always like, yeah, this was great, you know? But she's like, oh yeah, can you do this? Can you do that? And then they mess it up. And then it's like, if she doesn't enjoy her food, I don't, I feel bad. Sure. So anyway, that happened. The food was spicy uh, to me. She laughs at me. She's like, you say you like spice. And of course I'm like, yeah, I love spicy food. And then I'm like, ah, ah, you know, like all that. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you can't handle the spice. I'm like, well, Thai spice. And like, so there's, it's, it's anyway. So yeah. that happens. And then I put a movie on. Um, I picked this movie just because I wanted to watch it. Mm -hmm. But she says I picked it because I wanted to feel out whether she was into the same sex. Sure. Uh, it was some movie. I can't tell you the name of it, but it was a movie about a bunch of gay people in the UK that started a either a, a like a worker strike or a union thing hmm. or something. I don't okay. know. But it wasn't like a romantic movie. So it wasn't like I was like, <laughs> you know, like it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. So anyway, we watched the movie and I'm sure she's like, what the hell is this? Right. Like, yeah. cause you know, people just don't pick certain topics, you know, sure. whatever. So, and at this point, I don't know that we've had a conversation that I date girls. I don't know if I've ever divulged that to her. Sure. I can't remember. So let's, you know, whatever. Yeah. So we're talking and I'm thinking like, okay, I want to make a move, right? This is cause, cause I've got, I've got game. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. And you'll find out in so, a second. I do not. Yeah. So, so for the podcast listeners, they couldn't see your hand movements right yes. after you said, I've got game. There <laughs> was a like definite head nod to no. saying no, not at all. No. That's, that's supposed to be funny. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> yes. So, uh, essentially we're having a conversation and I don't know what she says. It's something like, yeah, I, I like to, I don't know what she said. It was something like, I like to, I don't know. It wasn't like I try new things, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded or yeah. I do things like outside the box. I don't remember. It was it. something that I felt was a moment to take my moment, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it was not, but it, it was like, yeah, for in my convoluted mind of trying to pick my moment, I chose this moment. Yeah, yeah. So I decide to, because we're just having conversation after the movie, just talking, talking, talking. Then she says this thing. And then I'm like, oh, you're like this. And then I go in for a kiss. Now, before, pause on the story for two seconds to give you a slight interjection, and then we'll pick the story back up. Sure. I have always had a fear that I would try to talk to a girl and she would say in a crowded bar or a crowded room very loudly, I'm not gay. Like, like, why do you think like, and I don't know why, but it's been this thing that I've thought that would happen to me. And then interject back into the story. This is like that moment happens in about two seconds. Got it. So I lean in to go kiss her and she pulls back and goes, what are you doing? And I am mortified. Okay. <laughs> so like, just imagine podcast listeners, I'm leaning. And then she literally leans in the opposite direction and goes, what are you doing? And, I, 
And I mean, I was close enough to her face that I think she knew I was trying to kiss her. Yeah, and you couldn't play it off as anything else. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so then at that point, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, oh my God. She gets off the bed and she's like walking around the bed kind of. I don't know if she's pacing. I'm not quite sure. All I remember is that I'm just like, okay, how do I fix this? Like, yeah. we're, she's never gonna talk to me again. This is like a, a terrible, mortifying moment. And sure. if any of you ever liked somebody and tried to kiss them and they didn't want to kiss you back, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. ah, yep. ah, this is terrible. Yep, it's only funny now and we're only laughing at it because right. there's a happy ending. Exactly. <laughs> See, I can tell you this, but in the moment I was just, I was sure that I was not only gonna lose like, you know, like, first of all, I've just embarrassed the hell out of myself. I've now become like somebody who's taking it, you know, like, cause you feel like that guy, that sleazy guy that tried to take advantage of a girl. And yep. like, you know, you're just like, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm Where that you, person. You misread everything and you're like, you oh, she blinked. Yeah. So she has yeah. to like me. Yeah, she has to. Like that's, I'm sure that was a signal. It was go in clear for landing. And it was like, no, I was literally just wiping my eye. Um, so she, she, she says some stuff and she's like, like, um, like, you know, like, I like you, but you know, like, it's like, yeah, like, I like you, you're a nice person, but you know, like, this yeah. is not what this is like, you know? Yeah. So after moments of a lot of anxiety and, and then kind of the moment like kind of comes down and she actually admits that she has been a little confused about the nature of our friendship. Mm. And so we end up having a conversation and it, it becomes clear that she was like, oh, yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, like we're friends and I like you, but then I was kind of wondering like the way we talk all the time or the way we talk on the phone or like the energy, I wasn't really like, I was kind of like, and she had never dated a girl at this point. So Got for it. her, it's not like this is normal territory for sure. her. So she probably wasn't ready to just jump into the, Hey, I'm going to kiss the girl thing. Um, so long story short, um, she ends up staying, uh, not the night, but uh, staying and hanging out. And uh, I do get my kiss at nice. some point. Congratulations. And, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we have a wonderful evening. And then I ask her to come back and stay with me later. And she does like a couple days later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, and then, you know, obviously six years later, here we are. Yeah. But, um, and, and, and we didn't move in until like she, we did long distance for the first year. And then she moved probably about, like I said, a year and a half into the relationship to LA. And that's where we're at. You know what, Bryn, you're yes. right that, uh, when somebody says we met at church, I would have not have guessed all of this other stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was like, we met at church. I mean, like, but you wouldn't think like all this. Yeah, right. Because like, also, like, I go to church. I just told you I work in the youth group. And I also was, you know, carrying on a relationship with somebody yep. who I shouldn't have been. And yep. And all I these things and ghosting. Someone. And yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I enjoy that story a lot because I think it, the, one of the messages in that story is like if you have a connection with somebody regardless of what type of connection that is that there's benefit in continuing and pursuing that connection so that you both can yes. enjoy each other because you never know what it's going to end up as exactly yeah yeah and i mean i think i think the universe looked at it like you know like don't like like it wasn't the right time for us sure but maybe i needed to go through what i got with that other person so that mm -hmm. i could then be ready to have a Leslie. And That's so right. 
segueing to the next question. Um, okay. What is one thing that Leslie does that makes you smile and feel warm inside, outside of maybe brushing up against your foot? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if the brushing up against the foot does hit it for me anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's just that one, you know, that first initial spark. But, sure. um, uh, but uh, one of the things that she does that makes me feel all smile warm is how supportive she is. Like she really believes in me. She sees, um, like she's, she's always pushing me to really go forth in my business and do more because she believes that I'm good at what I do. And so um, just like, and how she supports me, like she'll do things like, hey, babe, I wanna you know, help you out with this or whatever. So it just, it's just like, you know, those are the little things that uh, make me smile and feel warm inside is just how much she loves me and how much she takes, like she really believes and like supports me and everything I do. Yeah, so it's the words that she uses to uh, encourage you. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Exactly. She's very encouraging and she knows how, and she's just a great person to talk to. So. Yeah. Oh, you guys had a lot of conversations. So apparently. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, what is one thing that you admire about Leslie, maybe outside of her ability to support you? Yeah, no, I admire how, uh, like convicted she is about the things like she's so dedicated to her, like she's very organized she's very like, like she gets it done. Like um, she's just like, she's the kind of person you can rely on. She's gonna get it done. She's, and she's also very strong-willed in the sense of she's not stubborn, but she's very like, um, like if you tell Leslie like, hey, you're, um, I don't know, like it's something like when I first met her, like I remember being struck by her confidence. Like she's just really like, you know, like you're beautiful. And she's like, I know I am beautiful. <laughs> Like, and I was like, love that. Like, you know, you get all these people that are like, oh, but not Leslie. She's just like, you know, she like, she has a confidence and inner light inside of her that like she knows who she is. Like, mm -hmm. she doesn't, I mean, I'm not saying, she, you know, we all don't have moments of insecurity, but Leslie is someone that you can like count on and trust and that she's going to be honest mm -hmm. with her feelings. She's not someone that feels the need to perform for others. Sure. or do things like to make other people happy. Like she's always like, Bryn, we can make our own traditions or we can do this or we can do that. Where I'm like more like, even though I'm the bold outspoken one, mm -hmm. I'm probably a little bit more like trying to figure out where I fit into situations sometimes, even though I don't give off that vibe. Sure, There's definitely probably less security in me at times where she's very secure. So I admire that about her because she was raised that way and her sure. parents really instilled that in her. And so, you know, to love herself, to know herself and mm -hmm. to be okay with who she is. And so I love that about her. Yeah. And I think you being a, a professional and motivational speaker, like your job is to inspire others yeah. and, and to put hope into others. So I think whenever we are able to do that, we're also very able to accept that, that from other people. So exactly. that makes sense that you would, you would admire that about her. And one other thing that I, that I heard about Leslie is her being secure with who she is and who she isn't. And yeah. that is a beautiful thing to have with somebody yeah. because you don't, you probably don't have to tiptoe around and guess what no. she's uh, thinking or feeling. <laughs> well, she's not the same communicator. I wouldn't say that's not, that's a hundred percent accurate, okay. but at the same time, 
she will not say, you know how you like, oh, you know, I'm sure being a man in a relationship with a woman, and I'm, I know this is probably super stereotypical, but <laughs> women often express their feelings mm-hmm. and are looking for you to express yourself similarly but men don't typically find it as easy to be as expressive so women are constantly like you know you know so i think even though we are both women we do have that yin yang where i may seem the more i don't want to say masculine but i have more masculine energy got it whereas she is definitely the more but i'm the more feminine emotionally got it and she's more like look like i'll like you know like i'll be like i'm a words of affirmation person for love language and she is actions so i'm like say you love me you know tell me i'm amazing and she's like like you know what i mean so (laughs) so yes i do have to guess sometimes but i've also had to you have to learn how to communicate with your partner and so she's definitely taught me that i need to be more clear on what I want versus just like trying to tiptoe around it. So sure. I do try to tiptoe and she's often like, like, just say what you need to say. Like, <laughs> no. And one thing that I've been, uh, I've been learning while interviewing people for this podcast is the, the styles of communication for expressing emotion is generally always there. It just seems to be different with different people, which is why the five love languages are so amazing and, right. and why we, we all should use them. Um, next question. What, if you had to describe Leslie in three words, and we might have already gotten those three words mm-hmm. out of you, mm-hmm. but if you could only choose three, how would you describe her? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Insightful. Mm-hmm. compassionate got it that's awesome last question when you feel like doing something special for leslie to make her feel the love that you have for her mm-hmm. what do you do what, what is that thing that you do well you know it's interesting that you ask that because I think I've learned that we often love the way we want to be loved Mm -hmm. and our our partner rarely wants to be loved the way that we want. (laughs) So in the early days of our relationship, I would just tell her, I would just, you know, shower her with love and, you know, words and stuff. And obviously she's like, those are all lovely, but you know, she would be more impressed if I washed a dish than if I made a whole poem to her, you know, like, oh, that's great. The kitchen's <laughs> dirty. So, uh, but I think for Leslie, it's experiences. Um, yep. She likes gifts on certain, you know, she like, she'll tell you like, um, they're, they gift differently in their family. They're like, oh, yeah. what do you want for Christmas? And then you tell them and they get it for you. I like people to surprise me. Like you just get me something. I'm right there with you. you. I don't want to tell you what I want for Christmas because now I'm like, what's the point of me opening this? I'll just go buy it myself. Hand it to me. Like (laughs) just send it to me on Tuesday. Why do we have to do this? (laughs) But you know, different traditions, different families. So, but Leslie's an experienced person. Like she loves food. She loves life i mean you know she's taking me on a hot air balloon um, yeah. I, in the beginning when you're doing long distance and those of you that have done ldrs in there so to use the social media uh, sure. thing um 
everything is like, you know, like you're going on these epic dates and then mm-hmm. you have to, like, we finally had to say to each other, like, we need to stop because we're like doing too much and there's <laughs> nowhere to go. Like yeah. we've already done, like I've taken her on a helicopter ride already. I've <laughs> t- whisked her away to an island and, you know, planned out stuff, you know? So it's yeah. like, we need to, you know, so, but I, yeah, experiences. I think um, I just try to give her an experience and look for ways that I can, I try real hard. She's a better gift giver than I am. I mean, she yeah. can even surprise me better with experiences, but because I know that she likes things and she's also very good at guessing. Got it. I often uh, feel like the best thing for me to do is just to like, I try to listen to my partner and see what they say and whatever, and then surprise them. Mm-hmm. with because I like surprises so I still yeah. give that way and she does like surprises but she's she guesses them like and it's so frustrating <laughs> like you know like escape oh she liked escape and that was just an example gotcha. so she likes the group escape they were performed excuse me at the Staples Center mm-hmm. and so I surprised her with tickets I say surprise because a couple she's like oh are we going to escape I was like okay <laughs> So yes, but she, we had a great time. It was amazing. Uh, They were wonderful. And, uh, but yeah, I just try to surprise her with experiences and take into account things that she likes Mm -hmm. and um, yeah. And maybe wash a dish or two. And, and because acts of service is one of her love languages and it is not mine. (laughs) um, I, I also should I try to do acts of service, whatever I can do to make her life easy because she is yes. someone that's constantly making decisions, constantly taking care of herself because she yeah. knows how to do that. And then having to take care of me because I did not grow up like that, sure. um, which is exhausting for her at times. Yep. I try to be better at doing my part around the house. Kind of like mm-hmm. what you and I talked about previously about because my wife likes it. I like it, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. so yep. kind of similar. Yeah. <laughs> I well, take interest in those things. <laughs> Well, Bryn, thank you for your time. I loved, uh, I loved the story. I loved, uh, I love the um, all the antidotes and the <laughs> sweet things that you talk about, including the foot brushing. Yes, um, that was great. So, no, I, I wanted to say thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd appreciate it if you would do any or all of these three things. Number one, rate and review this podcast. Number two, send this episode to a friend that needs to hear this feel-good story. Or number three, let us know about a friend or a family member that has a how'd you meet story that you think should be on this podcast. You can send us an email at howdyoumeetpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us on social media at our social media handle at How'd You Meet Podcast. All this information can be found in our show notes. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.